Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports? We hope that you're making it a good one. We know that we are as well. As I take a sip out of my Jason's Deli making people happy cup, how about Thatcher Heard, y'all? How about Thatcher Heard? Goes 12 up, 12 down. Starts getting into that six, working in that six-plus inning. Man, if LSU can get that from Thatcher Hurd, watch out. Watch out because you have what would some would argue the toughest game, one of the toughest games that you can have in Hoover tomorrow, and Paul Skeens is going. So you're good with that, you heard. Nate Ackenhausen comes in, gives you three and two-thirds innings, shuts the door completely shut. Oh, and by the way, by the way, you hit the ball really damn good, too. And guess who's back? His name's Dylan Cruz. We're I mean, it's not like he really went anywhere, right? Because he still, he still is hitting over 400. But even the Crooster went two for four today. So a lot of baseball talk here tonight. Uh, Matt Trent joins us at 7.30 to talk baseball. And you know what it's like when Matt Trent comes in here, man. You know what it's like when Matt Trent comes in here. It always gets live. So we talk the recap. Can LSU with, look, two back-to-back performances from Thatcher Hurd, can he con- can he continue to be that hot? We'll find out uh, as we are in postseason play. If you want to, I know that Paul's up. Martin's in the chat. 
and maybe he can update your boy on some of these scores and games. I know Florida was uh, uh, was taking on um, uh, Alabama. So if you want to keep us and, and people live in the chat of what's going on, you can do so. But it's a massive show uh, here tonight. It's going to be a lot of baseball. So stay tuned with us. Uh, we'll give some other conference updates in reference to some teams that are winning, some teams to keep our eye on. As an example, Southern Miss. Tanner Hall, their ace, went nine innings today in a complete game. I believe it was a shutout. I could be wrong there. A team that you could see as the two seed in your regional, uh, which we'll find out uh, this uh, we'll find out very soon. So lot to talk about. Here comes Paul Skeens. He's throwing tomorrow. It has been confirmed, and I think it's the right move. We'll talk to Matt as a guy who has been a former collegiate pitcher uh, is going to join us, and he's going to let us know. I mean, is it is it or is it not? I think it's the right move to go to Skeens because if you win tomorrow, you have Friday off, you can reset. That's another day for Ty Floyd to rest. You can regroup as a team and then come into this and get re-locked in and refocused. So I like it, man. I like our chances. I, I, you know, as much as I didn't think about it, I guess, God, is it massive for you that you just went out there and won that game today because now you're a win away with Paul Skeens on the mound to not playing in that Friday and one step closer to, to winning this thing. And I know that there was some debate on Twitter. You know, does it really matter if we win this thing? But, man, you just win to play championships, right? Like, I don't know if it doesn't sit right with you, but it doesn't sit right with me when you get to a place where you beat Arkansas two out of three games and they technically won the regular season because you had some guys and injuries and things struggling. And LSU's struggling. It's not like everybody else's. So even now, like Bama's up three to two. Could you imagine Florida having to go into the loser's bracket if you could win that game tomorrow with the best pitcher in the country on the mound? You want to win this thing, man. You win to play championships, so we'll talk about that. Uh, here in the show. Sorry, something got locked up. Aaron Miller. I, I like this comment from Aaron Miller. He says, your approach to games can carry over 1,000%. And don't let this team get hot. And, like, you're coming off the worst slump of the year. A really damn good team. Don't let this team get hot. Man, I, I, I'm just telling you. I, I'm, just, I, I'm just telling you. I like, where, I like where we're at right now, man. I really, really, really do uh, in this game. But we'll get to a couple of these comments here. Keep rolling them in. Ed O says, you play to win the game. Absolutely, brother. Absolutely, uh, you do. Yeah, Trey Patton and Brandon Graziano. What's up, Brandon? Uh, by the way, my man, thanks for the uh, comment on Facebook of those people from Hammond attacking me. See, y'all think I just come on here and BS. I don't BS. I told you they was after you, boy. Uh, Delton Duce says, Bama just took the lead. There you go. There you go. Uh, Nathan E says, having the game at 930 was lit, though. I didn't do anything at work until 1 p.m. 
Yes, indeed. Vaughn says, does Skeens pitch tomorrow? He does. He will be on the mound. Uh, Jake Roberts with the $199 Super Chat. My man. My man. Look at him. Says, the real Thatcher Heard has stood up. So I asked yesterday, so I should probably clip this. I said this, what Thatcher Heard will stand up, and Jake Roberts is in the chat letting us know. Hey, Blake, you said what Thatcher Heard will stand up. Well, he showed you today, and that man did. That man did. No question about that one. Thank you for the super chat. It always, it really does help us guys when y'all do that. All right, a couple more, then we'll get rolling. Jacob Wiggins says, let's go. What's up, Jacob? Nathan E says, Dugas pulled back bunt into a swing was the highlight of my day. The highlight of my day was uh, not only Thatcher and her, Thatcher Heard, but uh, Nate Ackenhausen, because this is why it was for me. You knew ultimately Thatcher Heard had that in him. You saw it against Texas. And look, Texas, as much as we talk trash about them in the beginning of the year, they're not a bad team. They could easily see themselves making a little bit of a run. They're not a bad overall team. You knew you he had it in him. You saw today against a South Carolina team that can hit. Five dudes with double-digit home runs. That is on par with you. And Tennessee, who hits the ball. Uh, 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 Florida. I don't think Florida has that many because, you know, they got some small dudes. Uh, <laughs> all right, last one, then we'll get rolling. Or uh, two more. Um Edward O says, some people like Moscona didn't even want to throw skeins when asked on Monday. I don't really care what Matt has to say, man. I mean, if he wants to have that take, he can. But I, what I don't like is, like, people going in, like, come on, man. We're grown-ass men. You don't have to come on my show or their show. I saw one guy went in there because he was talking about my son, which, by the way, the quickest way to be blocked is talk shit about my kids. Talk shit. And if I say you... Things will be done. Uh, was really great to see Hurd and Ackenhausen handle business. Spared the bullpen. No question. No question. All right, let's get this thing rolling. Everybody do us a favor. I guess, I mean, we're 12 minutes in. I, I guess we've already been rolling. Like the opening monologue. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so let's talk about our good friends over at Bet Online and our good friends over at GM Varno and Sons. Before we do that, do us a favor. Don't forget, hit that like and share. Share all those chats. Our, our groups, what do you call them on Facebook? Share to your own social media pages, man. It really does help us when you do that. If you're listening to us on YouTube, do that as well. We appreciate you joining us on YouTube. Subscribe, notification bell, all that good stuff. We're producing content every single day. If you're listening to us on the TuneIn app, XM Radio, or wherever you listen to podcasts, rate, review, and subscribe. Let's get to this break. Let's talk and recap the game. There's some key pieces that we need to talk about here. Skeen's going tomorrow in Arkansas. We'll preview. Can you make that run to Omaha? Matt Trent next. Ben Online is the fastest and easiest way for you to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, events, with the first-to-market odds in lines. Find reviews for all the news for each league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, college sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information for live 
in-game betting props and futures. Head on over to Bet Online today and use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code Believe50. That's Believe50, B-L-E-A-V, 5-0, to receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's BetOnline.ag, BetOnline.ag. With over 65 years of experience, nobody is better equipped to service in your vehicle than GM Vardo and Sons. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motor chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. If you break down the side of the road in the greater Baton Rouge area, they will come and get you. And the best thing about that is that they can come and get you and then they can bring your vehicle back to their shop and start the repairs right then. Again, GM Varno and Sons, go see them over at 2500 Fuller Boulevard. Give them a call at 225-664-9992. 225-664-9992. Tell me, good friend, Blake Rafino. Sit you on by. We're back. I didn't say it this time because I got some news. <clears throat> I have some very important news. It has come to my attention that Brian Kelly has a massive problem, as it's being reported. Ben Rafino is in love with baseball. Guys, I know that you have been wanting him to play left tackle, be there in 2037, the class of 2037, going strong. Um, but I'm already starting to throw to him out in the yard, and my man's going yard. Video, or it didn't happen, Blake. Video, or it didn't happen. Well, guess what? Daddy's got the video. And I call myself daddy because I'm talking about my son, Ben. You get what I mean? All right. <laughs> Baker called himself daddy. Oh. All right, let's talk about this. Look, Dylan Cruz, the conversations that we've constantly been having on this show or that you've brought up in the chat. Man, Dylan Cruz really struggling. Yeah, I guess for the first overall pick. Uh, but he still hit over 400, though. And... My man has literally hit safe, hit safe, not got on base, but hit safe in the last six games. Some of those games, half of those games, by the way, he's gotten double-digit hits. So I don't know what we're talking about with, with him, but you know what? Today, man, he came up clutch. He kind of started getting the game wide open because in the bottom of the fifth, you had already been rolling. Thatcher Hurd was dominant and lights out, 12 up, 12 down. But you getting back-to-back -back singles against Eli Jones and with a runner on first and second, Dylan Cruz, fastball at the belt, hits it right back up the middle. Now, you had gotten some runs already before that, and you kind of already probably remember how the game was going on. Braden Jobert, runner on first, hits a two-run bomb. Uh, two -run bomb. An another massive hit for the Tigers there. But we can't, at least for me, at least for me, I can't go there, man. You hit dominant, and we'll talk about that. Especially, we'll talk about that with Matt. What does it mean if Thatcher Hurd's going to have back-to-back -back -back performances like that? What does it mean if a guy can come out here and do what he did? Guys, all you need from him is what he did today. If he gives you... Four innings of no-hit baseball. Now, he's not going to do that every time. 
He's not going to do that every time. But if he can stay consistent, like he did in the extra innings against Georgia, who was a really good hitting team and in a very small ballpark, even though, he, yes, he did give up those two home runs, I, I, I get it. But did y'all hear, hear Dave Neal on the call today? That Thatcher Hurd's spin rate on his slider is 2,811. So the dude's got stuff. It makes me, it does make me feel better about going into their regionals, going into a supers, because you do know how many games you're going to play there, give or take. Now, you, I guess you do technically know how many games you're going to play in the tournament, but I think you kind of get what I mean there. You go up against a really good hitting team. Five guys, as we mentioned, had hit double-digit home runs. Well, Blake, they've been struggling the last three weeks. Well, I probably would, too, if my number two guy and the number one guy of my pants. It's kind of like something what you did or what you had at LSU. Two big-time arms go down. They're just on the bad receiving end of that. But what a performance by Nate Ackenhausen and what a performance by Thatcher Hurd. Nate Ackenhausen, now... He gave up some walks, and things got tight there a little bit at times. And I guess you could say maybe he got away with one on the early strikeout. But Nate Ackenhausen, when he came into the top of the seventh, and even when he came into the bottom of the sixth, or top of the sixth, excuse me, why I keep saying bottom, but even when he came into the uh, the top of the sixth, he got a strikeout, and it ground out to himself. He comes into the top of the seventh. He gets a bud single, a strikeout, a walk, a strikeout, and a strikeout. I don't want to say three letters K, K, and you know the last one because you never know what happens. But that man delivered for you. A guy that in the early part of the year, you were thought that could be a very big rotational piece in that bullpen. Well, then he hurts his hammy, comes back. He's not really the same. But he goes three and two-thirds innings of only allowing one hit. Kind of sounds a little something like what our guest told you about three and a half weeks ago. Yeah, Blake, I'm hovering over it, but you got to understand it's a long season. Probably interesting coming from an ex-former collegiate baseball pitcher, but he said, yeah, you hover over it, but I'll let you know when it's time. I don't know if it's time today because if you get that, you will be fine. But let's talk about what happened at the plate. Bottom of two, uh, Jones is still in the pitch. Brain Bear would hit a massive, massive two-run home run after a Cade Beloso line out and a Jordan Thompson walk. You come into the top of the fifth and heard who gives up a home run, okay, battles back. Gave up the home run to Petri. You come into the bottom of the fifth, Brayden Jobert, who we have, to, we have to have a serious conversation about. You know, a, a lot of people has made a lot about Brayden Jobert this season. Well, he's not at the home run rate he was at. Like, I know some people were talking about that in the chat a couple of weeks ago. He's hitting over 300. Last year, he hit 250, and maybe you would want some more run producing well, he's doing that. Line drive single into the shift into right field. 
Gavin Dugas would single. Proctor would come in. Cruz would single in the left field. Run would, uh, you would have bases loaded. He'd come in later and get an RBI off that same situation, I might add. So Dylan Cruz at the plate was hitting the balls really hard when runners were on base. Tommy White and, Jake, uh, and Josh Pearson would walk in runs. Sack fly, sack fly, and then you blow it wide open. All around, I just thought it was an impressive, impressive win. A very impressive win. And look, you got some teams that are really hot right now, and you're seeing them in the tournament. Look, Alabama is beating currently Florida 3-2. You have Auburn doing what they did last night and looking really good. No telling what you can do. Paul Skeens is going tomorrow. Paul Skeens is on the mound. Sources! Paul Skeens is going tomorrow. So now, as we look into tomorrow, the best pitcher in the country is going against the SEC West champs. And what I would kind of think might kind of just be a little bit a revenge game, maybe, for Paul Skeens. Remember early in the year, LSU and extra innings would really, really struggle in game one when that when that game got an extras is when kind of technically, I guess you could say, you started having question marks about the bullpen. But LSU came back in two games in that series, really took it to Arkansas. But Paul Skeens didn't get the win. Now, I do hope a little bit of Thatcher Hurd rubs off on Paul Skeens Maybe he can go four hitless like Thatcher Hurd did. But did y'all see that, the glove? I mean, I know they made a deal of it. wonder if Matt Trent's ever worn a a player or a teammate of his his glove to have some power rubbed off on him. Pauls. But, man, I just feel feel so much better about winning tomorrow. You get off Friday if you win tomorrow. But I feel better about you going up against a really damn good team. Now, we've watched Arkansas all year long. They're not going to impress you. They're not stat-stuffing Supremes. This isn't Taco Bell. You're not going to get a stat-stuffer Supreme. But what do they do? They pitch really well. They hit. They have a lot of timely hits like they did today. Bases loading. Wagner comes up and hits an absolute missile out in the left field. New ball game. It's tied. It's actually not tied. It is 5-4, and A&M would have to tie that game late, but they come in back, home run, they they get out of there, they win it in extras. They're a really good team. But the problem is, is I think that maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm biased. You know what? I was going to say maybe the best pitcher that LSU's ever had, but I'm there. The best guy that's ever put on that uniform, his name is Paul Skeens when it comes to him being on the mound. I'm there. Blake, it's only one year. What about the career? Screw the career. Because y'all won't be saying that, Shizite. When when he's on the mound in the MLB and he's winning the Cy Young. Be like, 
That's an LSU boy right there. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. But I don't know what the over-under is. I, I think I might take the under. Because, by the way, Arkansas's got some dudes, too, on the mound. You remember game one? They went lefty-lefty. I don't remember the kid's name on the top of my head. I lost my notes. Thanks, guys. <laughs> but you remember the lefty-lefty they came at you with then. So we'll see. Let's get to a couple comments. We're going to get to Matt Trent a little bit earlier uh, than normal. The guys tell me that Matt Trent's in the – oh, he's in the background. Okay, so he's he's been listening. Okay, how much has he listened to? Oh, the entire segment. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Hogan Smith. Or Hagen Smith. Thank you, Jake Roberts. Uh, Adam Keene says, Ben McDonald is the GOAT. Maybe from a career perspective. Come on, man. Ben will tell you. Ben don't want to admit it, but if he breaks that record, he's going to tell you. Uh, Matthew Bear says, Arkansas's game plan is going to be simply hunting the fastball. Agreed. Says Skeens needs to rely more on his off speed. That slider is going to be fire. I'm not going to tell. I have no business telling Paul Skeens what to do. I mean, his glove made Thatcher Hurd look like an all star. <laughs> oh, God. Made him look like an all star. Uh, Ed O says, I know it's apples to oranges comparison. I don't know what that means. Uh, Ryan says, Matt Trent hovering over uh, hovering over in the background. Hashtag sources, is he? I bet you my man comes out in a suit and tie. My man's ready. He said he was going to bring the heat like his name is Paul Skeens. You know what? Let's get to him. He's here. I'm not going to keep him waiting. Let's talk about a good friend, Carol Falls, over at State Farm. We're back next. Guys, you might know my good friend Carol Falls and all the great service that he provides over at State Farm. He is your good neighbor after all. But did you know State Farm has surprisingly great rates as well? Along with a great neighbor service, State Farm agent Carol Falls has surprisingly great rates for everyone inside the state of Louisiana. So call him today at 985-395-4300, 985-395-4300 for all of those surprisingly great rates on auto, home, and life insurance needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there, and individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to the State Farm underwriting requirements. We're back! Hello, Matthew. Hey, how are you? Um, not hovering over a panic button. I've seen, you know, it's funny. I, I would like, I would like to start tonight with a fantastic story that I witnessed this weekend in Baton Rouge. I'm not even joking. I haven't even told you this. Okay. Okay. So I had this weekend off and, uh, I needed some stuff from Dick sporting goods. And so I go to Dick's and I'm in line. Like I got my stuff and I'm with my fiance Okay. And um, we're sitting there, and I'm at one register, and across the way at another register is a guy checking out with an LSU baseball shirt on. 
and he's sitting there like going through the stuff and the cashier is trying to make small talk with him. And the guy, the cashier asked him, who do you think should be drafted first overall this summer? Paul Skeens or Dylan Cruz? And I'm just, I'm just kind of like side eyeing just to see what he says. Oh God. And the guy was like, guy was like, Paul Skeens, 100%. And I go, okay, that's, that's fair. Like whatever. He goes, yeah, got, got to, because look, the way I look at it, Dylan Cruz is going to come around all the time. Like a player like that, you can get that anywhere. But Paul Skeens got, can't find that anywhere. I was like, oh, so a five tool player that can hit for power, hit for average, not strike out a ton, run, throw, and do pretty much everything at a big league level. Those dudes grow on trees. Oh, okay. Interesting. I was I was unaware that Dylan Cruz, first round picks out of high school that come to college are just everywhere for everyone. I was, <laughs> I was shocked. That was shocking. Whoever that dude was, with all due respect, and I say this in the nicest way possible, sir, you are brain dead. Like that is that's the kind of people that we're dealing with here for LSU baseball. Carry on. How long have you been waiting to tell that story? I just was. It was. How long have I, you been waiting to tell that story? Well, since this weekend, and I was, <laughs> and I just kind of looked over, and I was like, and my fiance heard it, and she's pretty baseball knowledgeable, and she was like, "That was really dumb." It's like, yeah, yeah, I mean, come on, dude. Like, I mean, who's the best player since Alex Bregman? Like as an example, if they come around every you know every year, why haven't you had one since Bregman? Yeah, but like just the fact that the guy was like, Ugh. guys like Dylan Cruz come around all the time. Like you're gonna get that one every other year. Like no, dude, come on. Yeah, I, how drunk are you right now? Oh, he was probably pretty drunk. But I, I he was great until he got to you can get a, a Dylan Cruz anywhere. Yeah, I was like, I'm I mean, you have you. You have, you know what, Matt? I say that, but man, I mean, Tommy Tanks is here, and I know he's not a five-tool player, but I, I kind of get what he's saying. Like, if a kid goes in the portal, like, I mean, is there any? Let me ask you this question: Is there really any business that Dylan Cruz, Tommy White, and Paul Skeen should all be on the same team? No. Right. Okay. <laughs> I mean, so. I, you know, you know, I, I, we say that, but if a Tommy Tanks goes back in the portal again, are we going to count Jay Johnson's ass out in recruiting? No. Okay, so maybe no. there's a slither of you know, just like oh well. No, like I'm, it's it's just funny too because I'm I'm just like seeing, and, and that's the thing too is like Jay has recruited so well. There is a guy. Uh, also, I don't know if you're aware of this, there is a guy that's signed with LSU that goes to Blinn Junior College who is in the Junior College World Series at the moment. Um, I can't remember his name. Uh, he's a freshman at this junior college. And then I'm seeing, like, there's just such a wide range of guys that he's signed, right? Like, he's got a good mix of high school kids. He's got a good mix of high school kids that are probably going to go in the draft. He's got JUCO kids. He's probably going to hit a portal. Jay has done a good job at looking at what LSU needs 
and finding it, but also making sure that it's going to stay. Right. right. Well, like, and you know, Matt, another thing too, there's no business Connor Griffin has been here, but you've heard this. I've heard this. The whispers around Baton Rouge are, okay, well, he, well, well he might sign and that might ultimately be the thing that he does. There is serious talks with NIL and that kid being here. Like, yeah, look, like I, and I think I've said this on your show and a couple other places, like everybody that I've talked to from Joe Schmo that has seen him and professional scouts and other coaches are like, I talked to one scout in particular that was like, look, I have covered Mike Trout in high school, Manny Machado in high school, um, named like a couple other perennial all-stars. Uh, in the big Josh leagues. Hamilton. Jo- yeah, Josh Hamilton, another one. They were like, he's right there now and could be better. And Blake, he's a year ahead. Like, he should he be. Reclassified. He, he should be a junior. Right. So, it's like, okay, you know, that, that kind of talent that comes here, you know, Dylan Cruz probably shouldn't have been at LSU. Paxton Kling probably shouldn't have been at LSU. Brady Neal probably shouldn't have been at LSU. You know, you can go down the list all day long, but that's the kind of talent. Obviously, with NIL, let's not act like they're all coming here for Jay Johnson. Like, let's be real. They are, but they aren't. But Jay is also a big piece of that because I what I love about it, too, and Kay Beloso is a prime example of this. Jay has got such a vast array of dudes that not only have had success at the college level, but are big leaguers and have gotten drafted. Kay Beloso, they literally broke his swing down to the most fundamental levels this offseason. And you know what Jay did? Jay took him and said, hey, I had this guy when I was at Arizona. He's your similar build. He's left-handed. He's got kind of the same swing path as you do. And here's what we did with him. And we're going to do that with you. That's exactly what he did. And they do that every single time because Jay's knowledge and Rolodex of like talent is huge. I mean, he coached Chris Bryant for God's sakes, you know, like he can do that at such an elite level and it works and he can apply it to guys like Cade Beloso. Cause look, if you, if you and I would have sat here and said, who's going to be one of the bigger not just bats, but like power bats in this lineup. And somebody would have said, K Beloso, I would have requested to have them drug tested. <laughs> That's, I mean, seriously. I mean, seriously. Yeah, like he was in the opening day lineup last year, but no one would have said, oh, that's a double-digit homer guy right there. Yeah, because no. you had had three straight seasons, almost four, when he just he wasn't doing anything, and so you start right. questioning if he fell off, you know. And so, right. and look, I I I remember us us asking well, you know, Paul Benary about it, and Paul was like, "Oh, well, you know, we just need to like raise his hands and you know do some other completely things. different philosophy of what Jay did." Yeah, and it's like no, it's way more than that. So let me let's transition to the game right quick, Matt, because we have a lot of questions. Uh, for you, I guess, basically about Thatcher Hurd. Uh, we, I'm not going to thank you guys for the chat, but, Matt, it's literally like six or seven, and all of them are basically kind of asking earlier uh, when we when we brought you on, 
what is your thoughts on Thatcher Hurd? Now, you can make the argument that West kind of changed him up, and now he's just going out of the stretch, and it's really helped him at times. But, man, Matt, four innings of no-hit baseball and perfect baseball at that. And coming off the least amount of days rest than a lot of people and how many pitches that he threw on Friday – I mean, on Thursday. You're going to think I'm crazy when I say this. The one thing that impressed me the most about Thatcher Hurd today was, yeah, it was the X amount of innings of no-hit baseball. It was going into the sixth inning. It was, you know, the the – limited amount of walks, all that, all that's great. The one thing that impressed me the most today is How three ball counts that he pitched that. to contact. Right. Every so we had, so we had this, do you want to know how many it was? I, I would say, I would say he probably had in the six, you know, he pitched to the sixth inning. I probably would say he had six or seven. It was seven. Counts. It was yeah. seven. He had yeah, seven. Just, and and this is the thing. Like, his walks have been so bad because if you go back and look at starts, he's trying to, like, put dudes away on 3-2, on, on, you know, throw a really fine pitch on 3-1. Dude, at that point, when you've got Thatcher Hurd stuff, bro, just throw it for a strike. Like, just throw it for a strike. And I thought – that when he threw, when he faced Petrie the first time and he threw the 3 2 breaking ball right down the middle and it locked him up, I was like, he's just got more confidence in his stuff now. It's right. not like the stuff has never been there, it's always been there. He just hasn't really trusted it enough. And you can tell, like today, he's it wasn't fine. It wasn't painting the corners. I'm not trying to elevate. I'm just going to, and he said it after the game today. He was like, I was throwing it over the white. And that's as simple as it gets. Yeah, that curveball to Petri was ridiculous. Like, bro, it was – and I, look, I know that Petri got one on him and good on him. I mean, you're going to – I mean, he arguably is the best hitter in, as a freshman in college oh, baseball. Yeah. So – but, you know, Matt, I'm with you because he, he had he had his times in there, but, man, did he battle, though. Like, the, the what was it, the fifth when he gave up the home run – then he turned right around to Casas, I mean, not to Casas, to LaCroix, and gave up that line drive down the right field line. And then you you come back, and he gets a fly out to right. He gets the ground ball to Dugas, and then he gets his first K or, or second K of the day. Like, he wasn't punching dudes out. He was, like you mentioned, literally pitching to contact. And because, then, because then, look, too, like, if this was last year, then you could have made the argument, well, he can't pitch to contact because the defense is so bad. You know, like now the defense is good, so there's no reason why when you get the three balls, especially with a dude that's been struggling like Chris, uh, uh, Thatcher Hurd, that just pitch to contact. I'm not saying, you know, you groove one right down the heart of the plate and let them tee off on it, but I am saying put it in the zone to where it's a hittable pitch and getting out. And he literally – he threw everything he threw. The, the curveball, the slider, the cutter, the change, the fastball, whatever he has, threw it, threw it for strikes in every count. And you see what that does to dudes. Even at the SEC, the top baseball conference, in the top baseball conference tournament in the country. Going into tomorrow, well, no, let's stay on this game right quick, and then we'll 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 get uh, to tomorrow. Look, it's it's interesting. Yeah, we talk a little Tommy White. I mean, because, I mean, man, he's just smashing. We talk Dylan Cruz, in which, 
man, I really just don't have the energy to go down that rabbit hole about like, oh, what's up with Dylan Cruz? Because, man, he out of the, la- out of the last six games, he has three games with double-digit hits. He's got a hit in every one of them. Okay, so at some point, you got to be like, okay, dude's still hitting over 400, okay? My thing is this. We got to have a serious conversation on Braden Jobert, dude. We have to have a serious conversation about, man, this is like the fourth weekend in a row or week in a row where my man's hitting over 300 now, bro. Like, it's not a joke anymore. Is Brain Joe Bear kind of kind of sneaky? Like, could be one of the glue parts of this lineup. Am I crazy here? I've gotta I gotta see him do better against lefties. I have okay, to see him I, okay, that's lefties. fair. That's fair. But what I saw today, and I even said this today at six on the home run, Eli Jones, who had been like pretty steady up to that point, he, was he, just he and. Thatcher Heard were battling it out. I mean, right. it was a pitcher's duel. Like, Eli Jones is, like, mixing and matching. He's locating the fastball really well, and it's, like, pinpoints really good. But he threw he threw an 86-mile-an-hour two-seamer to Joe Bear, and Joe Bear took it. And, I mean, it was, like, right down, down the right, right down, down the cock. And he took it. And he, like, stepped out, and he didn't make a big deal about it, but I could just tell by his body language he was like, mm, that was the one to hit. Uh-huh. That was the one to hit. Uh, and right. get it again, the very next pitch, it was 87, literally the same spot, and he just just put it out to right. That, that I love, like, I love little stuff like that. That just gets me so hard. I mean, that, that, <laughs> It does, because I just – I love kind of like the game within the game type stuff. I'm being serious. Like, I, I oh geek my out. God. <laughs> Did you say that? Yeah, dude. When he, when he took when he took, <laughs> when he took 86 and, and the very next pitch was the same pitch at 87 oh. right down the middle. Bro, I was I was bricked up over here. I'm like, oh. oh, my God. Bricked up. <laughs> I was. I was like, oh, that's, that's awesome. I got I to gotta go to the bathroom real quick. Oh, pause, dude. Massive. No, no pause. No pause. No pause. <gasps> <laughs> okay. Oh, God. Uh, your boy. Yeah, but like, seriously, oh. seriously though, like that—that's the thing that like this lineup is all. I mean, this every single hitter in this lineup is about like in-game adjustments down to the bat, down to the pitch. Oh God! You give it to okay, registered. Not gonna do that again. Same pitch. There, there it is, and just psh, puts it right out. It was fantastic. Dude, can I tell you another another person we got to talk about? Your boy. I'm gonna. Cl- I might clip this and send it to him. Your boy Travinsky, man. Do you remember? Do you remember last year what we were talking about with him? Well, you know why Tyler McManus has got to start because Travinsky can't catch a ball. Name one time this season where Hayne Travinsky's been bad behind the plate. Please name one. He, he's been. He's. I look. See. I'm weird because his blocking has gotten a lot better. 
but I think in terms of defense, dude, his glove behind the his, plate. I, Defensively, if you asked him right now, I guarantee you that he will say his receiving has gotten even better, if not <laughs> more, more better than his defense. Dude, it is insane. There was I, I wrote this down when I was watching the game. You know what? You know what's interesting is it, it's when you go into what was it? The six guys? Yeah, it was the 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 top of the sixth, and. Braswell gets a hit. Wimmer gets a hit. You get a walk, okay? And the bases are loaded, and hey, and um, Thatcher Hurd's still in the game, okay? And this is the guy before Thatcher Hurd would get would go out. Thatcher Hurd got Petrie into that. Remember, he had like a twelve pitch at bat. You remember that? Yes. Okay. He threw two sliders in the dirt, and Travinsky just shore hopped it. And it's like. I literally sat there and said to myself, like, who the F is that guy? Because that guy you, last year didn't have a shot, Matt. Did I'll not you, have a I'll shot. Tell you, I'll tell you an unrelated story, um, kind of kind of unrelated to Travinsky. This is one of, like, the first couple practices of the season. And if you ever go to, like, an LSU baseball practice or pregame, there's a 99% chance that Travinsky and Malazzo are arguing about something. That's just how they are. They're like good buddies with catchers. They're, they're always arguing with each other. It's so funny because they just rip on each other. And I know. I heard I, him at the Southeastern game. He was like, hey, Panda Bear. He kept calling him Panda Bear. He goes, uh. And he, doesn't, doesn't Malazzo look like a damn panda? <laughs> so, uh. uh he kind of Malazzo kind of looks like a drunk Jason Aldean to me, and also the way he talks, he he's slow. He's kind of like slow a little bit. And he was talking about Paul Skeens this year when he called him. He goes, "Let me tell you, he's a six eight child." <laughs> 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 but no, so we go out to practice, and uh, oh, Malazzo, so Malazzo and Trevinsky are just like arguing, and it's like playful, but they're I can tell they're really starting to get annoyed with each other. And uh, Travinsky says something to him. And this is like right when everybody was seeing like his mustache and like his facial hair or whatever. And um, <laughs> Malazzo, they're just going back and forth. I can't remember what Travinsky said. And Malazzo turned around and was like, yeah, well, you look like Ted Bundy, bro. <laughs> and it was just like, and, and Travinsky was just like, God damn it. Yeah, you got me on that one. And now I can't unsee it. Like I see Hayden Travinsky, and I just see Paul uh, uh, Ted you Bundy boy. with an LSU helmet on. Oh like my that's, god! That's all I see now. Yeah, well, you look like Ted Bundy. That's so <laughs> awful. Now everybody's gonna. Now it's gonna become a thing. It's gonna become yeah. a thing because of you. I didn't do that. Don't. I don't want. I don't want to fight uh, Travinsky. It's Last so thing good. before we go to tomorrow. Uh, Nate Ackenhausen, three and two thirds, one hit baseball. Dude, you needed that so much. Like, he needed that so much. Matt, he because, literally was in there dealing. Because, like, I don't want to be that guy that is like, oh, this LSU team is so different when Paul Skeeds does it, bitch. Like, I don't want to be that guy because it's not true. But, like, you have to look sometimes at, like, how this team does from the bullpen's perspective when Paul Skeeds doesn't pitch. And you needed someone to just go out there and set the tone and honest to God, shove it right up somebody's ass. 
no pause on that either. No, no, for real. No pause. Like you did. And he just came out, uh, you know, everything was efficient. And then, you know, in the, in the six with one out with bases loaded, you get out of that jam. And um, any time in the SEC tournament, any conference tournament that you can save your bullpen, it's exactly you did your job. Thank you. You did your job. Three and two thirds, with a couple punchies, six punch, six strikeouts. I think whatever. Yeah, it was six I mean, strikeouts. Dude, I mean, come on, come on. And, and Matt, let me tell you something. I said this last night. I'm going to say it again. People were on my or were on me about me saying how massive today's win was going to be because it would tell you so many things. <clears throat> What's I, like? I had people in here sending me super chats. I said, "Well, the real." Um, Thatcher heard, please stand up. Mm-hmm. And he did. And then your bullpen Here's the thing did. Too. Here's the thing, too, Blake. Is Paul Skeens going to pitch tomorrow? Probably. Yes. Probably, yes. But what today did is hypothetically, if, you know, you're playing Arkansas tomorrow, they, you know, just expended a ton of energy with this extra in a walk-off game against a Today, theoretically, if Jay Jay is not going to do this, but I'm saying in a in in a weird world, today <clears throat> gave you the option of holding Paul Skeens another day if you wanted to. Correct. And Matt, <clears throat> he didn't have to make the decision because you're not. You don't have to throw him tomorrow against A and M. Because here's the thing, too, is it's not like Ty Floyd pitched today and you've got the choice between Thatcher Hurd and Paul Skeens, which is pretty easy. At this point, and we're, I'm not saying I'm not saying that Thatcher Hurd had the performance today. Given that we don't know anything about Thatcher Hurd and what he's going to do, you're like, Thatcher Hurd or Paul Skeens? Go out there. Because me personally, I would much rather feel comfortable with – no, uh, with facing a team because uh, the the deeper you get, the more chances you're going to face a team with one loss. Okay, that's an elimination game. Right, punch them out, whatever. Right. I'm much more like Paul Skeens in that scenario than I do anybody else on that team, because the deeper you get, I, I would love to see. I, I thought about looking this up today. Like the average <clears throat> amount of relievers that are used in a Paul Skeens start, it's less than two. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I mean <clears throat> the only game that that happened was, believe it or not, um, um, South Carolina, but it was the rain delay, right? So, I, I, again, I'm with you there. And you know what else, Matt? So, on the flip side of that and talking about tomorrow, okay, you win tomorrow, okay, you're not having to battle back out of this hole. Matt, you're off on Friday, and Ty Floyd can go on Saturday, right? That's what like, I'm saying, man. so like are, are you, Matt? The line's out. It's minus three hundred LSU over Arkansas. It literally, it literally, you could get it at minus one hundred before that announcement happened. By tomorrow morning, it could be minus four hundred. Because that's the thing is like, it, the the more you win, and the less relievers you use, like. 
Jay has said this last year in a regional, he would go back to the hotel room and be like, Oh God, who, who do I have? Who do I, you know, you don't have that now. You got everybody and everybody's capable and everybody's going to be rested. What do you think? What do you think Jay told Ackenhausen in the ninth when he came out there and then Ackenhausen pointed at Jay and was like, he said something to Jay and then Jay just like, Basically, it looked like he he told Jay said, "Well, then get his ass out." Then, yeah, you know, like yeah. he was like, "Oh, you don't want me to come get you? Well, get his ass out." And then yeah. he and then he got to fly out to end it. But going into tomorrow, Matt, I got to tell you, I feel so good about it because I just can't see foresee Skeens laying an egg, and I think you're going to win tomorrow. I, I really do think that you can. And I'm going to tell you something. You know what a massive flex for this team and confidence for this team would be? If you win this bitch. Like, you win this thing. I, I get, like, last year you had Tennessee won it, then, you know, uh, uh, a Notre Dame beat them. But you can go off of that. There have been a lot of teams. 2017 LSU, for an example, won the tournament, got into regionals and super regionals, and got super hot and made things happen. Tell me, in what world, if LSU wins the SEC tournament, I honestly, I don't care what Wake Forest does. Tell me in what world LSU runs the table and Hoover wins the SEC tournament that they're not the number one overall seed. Let me give you a scenario. You ready? You remember that, and I told you this news, okay? We had the sourcing behind because there are people on that committee, right? You know, I know, everybody knows that it's on that committee. Majority of the seeds and hosting sites know by Saturday morning. So if you want it, okay, like I know, I I, I feel very strongly that Jay's been told that he's a top eight national seed no matter what. Like I, I fully, oh, yeah, of course, you know, and then, so but for again, them, but so for them, I think that that top, the top eight or they're going to decide on that on on Saturday at the latest, and so I could see them being number two. But let me tell you what happens though if you do win it and you could and because you're having this success and if Paul Skeen shoves against Arkansas tomorrow, Matt instead of playing a Coastal Carolina and being on that or being with some of these teams that are really good in this top ten. Okay, getting with a hot Big Twelve team, Oklahoma State. Okay, but but would you rather would you rather play the number six? Let me ask you this: Would you pl- rather play South Carolina again, or a team like South Carolina, or would you have to play the number seven seed, eight seed in a super? I mean, not in a super, in a, and going in even on Omaha. You get what I'm saying here. Okay. I look. I want, <laughs> they said they said you ready for Bible study. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with Bible study? Oh, What's wrong with Bible study? We got Matt here saying that things that men are doing making him rock hard. <laughs> I'm totally. I'm. I am totally fine in my sexuality to say that. You got people saying he's dressed like he's going to Bible study. That's fine. Hey, at What's least, wrong with Bible study? At, at least you're not wearing a fishing shirt. Uh, let's not go there. 
Uh, you think you think LSU takes this home tomorrow? I mean, I I think so. I I don't. A and M staff is not great, and so Arkansas, even though it went to extras, like you know, they kind of blistered a couple balls. I mean, actually, a, more than a couple. Um, I tell you, who scares me in this tournament? Auburn, Alabama. Alabama. I, I what saw that, the way they – What is it, 3-3 right now, right? Yeah, it's 3-3 at the bottom of the eighth. I – and Alabama – no, uh, Florida's got first and third. Um, I just saw the way Alabama hit here. And coming in here, everybody was like, this team sucks with the bats. And they – Matt, let's call it what it is, man. They just don't have – they don't have a head coach. Yeah, <laughs> there's there's that thing too, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, but even but even still, like that's just more of a reason. Like, dude, we're behind the eight ball so much. Like, no one's picking us to do anything as a nine seed. Like, whatever. Um, you know, they came to LSU. I think it was they out hit them the first game. LSU out hit them the second game, and then I think they both tied in the third game, or something like that. Something right. wild like that. So it's like things swing it. Swing it a little bit, dude. I'm gonna tell so, you, I'm I'm the opposite. Well, not the opposite, but the opposite side of the state. I think Auburn is red hot, dude. They are red hot. Yeah, Matt. They've won. They've won their last six SEC series. Okay, they just beat down on Mizzou last night. I know Mizzou's not a great team, but man, I mean, they're just doing everything right. Sat- I still don't trust that staff. Okay, well, you can. You don't have to trust it all you want to. They still be. I mean, look. I, I, let me not say anything because they got Vandy, and Vandy could easily wax that ass tonight, like their name's Mister Miyagi. Yeah. Okay, I thought that was kind of funny. Thought you'd chuckle, but I should have known by now. You don't chuckle at my jokes. Hey, I'm looking at the. I'm looking at the chat. So, what do you call five white bunnies holding hands, hopping backwards? Matt Trent's hairline. I don't get that. What am I? What am I missing? I don't know, man. I don't get that. That doesn't make don't any read sense. The, don't read the comments. I have to read. I have to read the comments. They're right in front of my face. Just what does that mean, Jake Roberts? Doesn't make any sense. Okay, do better. Hashtag do better. Moving on. Um, Just saying. If you're, uh, if look, look. You come for the king when you're called for, okay? All right? Don't come in here with this weak stuff, these weak trolls, okay? Don't do that. Jake Roberts, Jake from State Farm, Jake from Lane Farm, <laughs> clown. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay, okay. God, uh, I am upset tonight. I can tell. Who better said I look like Bible study? I'm fine with that. I would be a great Bible study. Teacher. You do look like you've been you would have been a good great youth pastor. You look like you play dodgeball with youth pastor kids. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's just funny. You do look like a guy that if you fully gave yourself to the Lord, you'd be a youth pastor. I have a lot of jokes, but if I please go it, ahead, just go ahead, just no, go man, ahead. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. I've already been banned from like one social media platform. <laughs> I can't make it to. You know, All man. right. Well, you could get me, man. Are you gonna text me what it is off air? Uh, 
Uh, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, but here's the truth. I don't mean. I didn't. I honestly didn't mean that in a in a bad way. I just. I meant it truthfully. What's wrong Jay, with uh, Jason Tabor? Just said hashtag Deacon Trent. I like that. I like that. Uh, you know what? <laughs> I like that. Uh. Uh, Clyde says, Matt, you're not stuck in Richmond where they don't really report on sports. Uh, funny, uh, big Richmond news today, mind you, uh, one of my good friends, I don't mean to get political on this show. Oh yeah. Go ahead. One of my good friends from college was just named the uh, presidential campaign manager for Ron DeSantis. I did hop in that spaces that they try to do. But they yeah. lived, did you hear what happened? It was so like, it was many like, people joined. Yeah. So many people joined that it broke Twitter. Yeah. It literally broke Twitter. Hey, Jake Roberts, don't don't be winding back your, your comments now. I'm not upset. You're upset. Don't don't do that. Calm down, bro. Don't be butthurt. All right, Matt. Don't do that. Oh, well, Father Abear says, Matt, come start a Bible study at my church. <laughs> is it here's a here's an honest here's an honest question. I'm being I'm being hundred percent serious. Is Father Abear like a real Catholic yeah. priest? Yeah. Or is it just mm-hmm. like oh he is really? Okay. Yeah, he is. Uh huh. I thought that was just like a bit. That's no, cool. and dude, if he wouldn't have given himself to Jesus, he'd be in the majors. Look at him right here. Like seriously. The dude's calves are bigger than Jay Johnson's entire torso. I respect that. I respect that. Yeah, you know who you yeah. know who, who he's built like. You remember Dan Ugla, the second I baseman. Dan Ugla. I'm a Braves fan. What do you mean? Do I remember? He's Dan the left-handed Dan Ugla. Yes. Oh my gosh. Dan Ugla. So you didn't think my baseball knowledge went that fast, did you, Matt? Let me tell you before I get you out of here. You know what we used to play? So we went to every one of my uncle's high school baseball games. Everyone, we never missed playoffs. All of them. So me, my cousins, my two cousins would be in the car with my mom, my aunt Tony, my grandmother, and the three of us going to every single baseball game, right? We used to play the game where if I say Dan Ugla, you got to name a baseball player that start, first name starts with the letter U. And we would do that for hours. You ever play that? No, I had friends growing up. I didn't. See, that's what bullies say. <laughs> hey, uh, Clyde Lassard, you're in Richmond now? You are? That's cool. I moved to Richmond from Baton Rouge. I'm not slamming you. Okay. Go to, uh, go to, um, God, All Star, uh, Superstars Pizza in Richmond and mention my name. And I guarantee you, you'll probably get thrown out. <laughs> <laughs> Great pizza in Richmond. Superstars Pizza. Eat there every day. Did you hit on girls at Richmond's Pizza? Was it like a bar at the end? No. You know how like Hammond, like if you serve food, sometimes it becomes a bar in Hammond. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, women in Hammond are a lot different than women. Okay. I don't need my wife hearing that. See ya. All, all All I'm saying is that the one to ten scale when you're judging women is different in Hammond and Richmond. 
you know, Richmond, it's like, oh, that girl's a 10. She's like very beautiful. In Hammond, that's how many teeth they have. So. Matt. And she's got 10. So she's, she's good. You, you owe an apology to my wife. She has all of her teeth. Thank you. I just, I'm, I'm, I didn't say, I just said I heard that. Oh, okay. All right. Thank you for joining us, buddy. We'll see you tomorrow. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Mad Trent, WBRZ. All right. We have passed our allotted time. We'll see you tomorrow. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.